0: Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. I cannot wait for you all to meet my next guest. She's a dear friend of mine and also a meditation teacher and a spiritual guide. Welcome Dajana Mendoza to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for holding space. Absolutely. Can you share a little bit about yourself and the services that you provide?
1: Yeah, my name is uh, Dajana Mendoza, and I'm originally from Bogota, Colombia. So I do have sometimes of an accent, so bear with me. And um, the services that I do here in the United States, it's my coaching services. I have cultivated a coaching services focused on spirituality. I'm truly passionate about um assisting women in this phase of self-discovery and tapping deeper within themselves by uh, helping them create and cultivate a spiritual practice that can get them to connect them with their source, with their inner feminine energy, and just allow them to cultivate a different life experience for here on earth.
0: That's so beautiful. And we're going to talk today about the topic of how this pandemic, how you've been viewing it, and the ways in which that you've been kind of taking some lessons from this for yourself but also sharing that work with others and doing that in your work with clients so how do you view this pandemic how have you been learning through this time what lessons have you been learning for yourself and what are you teaching and talking to with your clients
1: yeah well thank you so much for that question because I feel like it's a very very sensitive topic it is one of those things that uh, I definitely don't want to be unsensitive to everyone and that is actually really, really going through a really tough place and going through sickness and, and being faced with death. So I do like to be sensitive to that space, but for me personally, the pandemic has actually been transformative. It has been able to place me in a, in a place where I can actually see myself and, and visualize where I want to be um, by really taking a moment of stillness and just taking a moment to slow down. Because I feel like before the pandemic, everything was just going so fast that although, um, although everyone was in this place of just back and forth, going to their job and here, we weren't really being faced with being, having to take time off. Like when you're actually forced to be home because that's the only option that you have. Things do change, you know, and you actually allowed yourself to settle in your energy with your home, with your family, with your space, with your, with your stuff. And I believe in energy and I believe there's energy in everything. So this space has allowed me to just ground myself more into my space, into my family, into what I'm doing. I have been able to provide a container of meditation to people and the women that are going through this phase of maybe fear lots of fear that it's coming up because we're in this unknown era that we don't really know what's happening or what's going to happen. So that brings up a lot of fear. So what I'm doing right now as service is I am, you know, doing live videos on social media platforms like Facebook or Instagram. I'm also doing a meditation through, an, through a studio. called Enlightened Meditation. And this is in San Jose, California. I do private sessions of angel reading. So throughout my spiritual awakening, I've been able to discover the really, really unique and special connection that I have with the angels and with the channel that it gets open with them. So I've been using a lot of my time to just share out this service to women that are in need of maybe of a guidance message. So what I do is I invite them into a call with me. And in this call, we are able to um, call in the spirit or the angels and then just bring a message that's right for them. And I've noticed that this has helped a lot, a lot of people, also in this space, I'm able to bring understanding about meditation and about why it's so important to have space for yourself, for, for your morning, for your routine, to do your journaling, to just truly create that space and being unapolog- unapologetic about it. I would say that before my spirituality really, really just shifted in my life. I used to, too, not have a spiritual practice, and I used to also be very physically focused where it was work, home, kids, soccer practice, this, friends. It was just one thing after the other, and I never truly had time for myself. And I it felt like most days I would overextend myself in invitation and things I had to do because I felt like I had to make everybody else happy, but... This is now in this other era that I'm in in my life, understanding that taking care of your wellness, taking care of your mental health, taking care of your space, having to say no to certain things to protect your energy is okay. And teaching women that it's okay to let go of certain energy patterns that sometimes we tend to like hold on so tightly because of we're so accustomed, maybe we're so committed to that love idea, or or just... That's just the way sometimes we are, you know, as as humans, we get attached. So, in this phase of the pandemic, I've been able to cultivate a lot of those relationships. So, for me, it has been a blessing because I've been able to slow down. I've been able to reach, expand my wings in my services with meditation and angel readings. And I've been able to bring in those messages. And for my own personal healing, just being at home it's beautiful for me <laughs> i'm not I'm not really a person now that I like to be outside too much unless i 'm in nature so So for me per se it hasn't truly truly taken in a full drastic effect. if anything, I felt the blessings within everything that 's happening.
0: Thank you for sharing that. I know you really inspired me when I was in a place where I was kind of feeling stuck and emotionally overwhelmed, and also just felt very superficial in my conversations and was unhappy in my life and really beginning to feel like the weight of depression sinking in. And you had been one of the first very few people in my life who inspired me to go on a healing journey. You got me that book, The Earth is Hiring, Uh which highly recommend. And out of the blue, you bought that as a gift. So that act of kindness really just touched my heart. And then really, when I talked to you about your, your, you were beginning to really go into yourself. and allowed at that time looking back I'm like oh you were setting boundaries you're creating boundaries and you were saying no and you were really releasing yourself from the pressure of people pleasing and and that was inspiring and I remember asking you well what if people get mad at you what if people what happens if a friend's upset with you because you didn't take a call or you didn't you know go to an event and you were like and they'll get mad at you. And if they love you, they'll stay and they'll understand. And if they don't, then that's okay too. And you really release the pressure from like an outcome. And I, that kind of just blew my mind. I'm like, Oh, that I could, I could do it too. So how did you, can you, cause I think a lot of women listening do struggle with that. Like being able to take care of yourself and, and we, especially as a culture of women, and I think us, you know, us, you immigrated here from Colombia. I came here from Iran. I think a lot of women listening too who come from, you know, families of, of immigrants or just you know, different cultural backgrounds that really put people pleasing first or putting other people comfortable before yourself or taking care of yourself is selfish. How how did you begin to? F- shift that? And how did you become okay with doing that? Why was it important to you? So anyone listening right now, if they're struggling with that, what would what advice would you have for them?
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm one to say that words don't teach only life experiences do. And unfortunately, sometimes we do have to experience getting fully drained by people getting felt like Like you're just giving so much and then you're getting into a place where like now you're ready to receive because I'm sure you heard this before, but you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped. So it's actually like something that has to click in your mind. Like you have to be like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready to receive. I'm ready. Like I feel like I'm overextending myself. I feel like I'm always tired. I'm never catching up. Like right when you get into that place, That's when you under, like, that's your body telling you, like, this is too much. This is too much. You just have to start nurturing yourself. And like I said before, sharing my journey with you guys, I was that woman. I was that person that I did not give myself space, but I ran into health problems. I ran into not loving myself the way I was eating, not the way I was sleeping. I wasn't meditating. I wasn't doing anything for myself. And the only thing that I was receiving was just stretch stress and, and sickness and, and just problems. It was, if it was one thing or another, and it just felt like life was going and I, it was literally dragging me. It was literally, so what I had to do, I had to come into awareness of that, awareness. So I would say biggest, biggest thing that I can advise anybody, just come into awareness of your energy. Where is your energy going? Why are you feeling so tired? You know, like when we actually take a moment to like, Really, really focus on the time, your focus. Your focus is an investment of what you're we're doing. Sometimes we are not too aware because we're giving. So in the process, when we wake up in the morning, as a mom with children or family, you wake up and you naturally want to tend to your family, go cook, go clean, go do this. And it's all amazing and it's beautiful because your family is, is receiving all the rewards. But where, where, what about you? Where are you setting your limits? Where are you saying, okay, I'm going to do this until 12? From twelve to one, it's my me time. My where I'm gonna go do go for a walk, or go do a workout, or maybe go do a meditation. Or I'm gonna let you guys know that maybe in the afternoon time is my me time. You know, so maybe voicing your needs, it's also something that you're like, okay, I'm coming into an awareness that I'm overstressed. I need some, and maybe uh, being okay with just expressing that to your partner, to your loved ones, to to yourself. Like what I like to do in the morning is I do like a, like a scan check. I look at myself in the mirror and I tell myself, okay, Dajana, what do you need today? What do you need? You know, because we need different things every single day. And sometimes I feel amazing. I wake up and I'm like, let's go. You know, I have my agendas booked. I have many things going on. And sometimes I don't, sometimes I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror and I just like, I just want to be cuddled and I want to be held and, and I don't want to have to cook for everybody. I want somebody to cook for me. And and I don't want to have to reach out. I want somebody to call me and tell me that they wish me a good, beautiful day. You know, so it's just like it's understanding that balance of giving and receiving. And we we as that female giving energy, we overgift. And that's the same thing I that happened to me. Majority of my clients, they're just givers. We're just too much of a giver. And what happens, we don't set boundaries. And in this process of not setting boundaries for ourselves and everybody else, then we create an expectation. Now people expect you to be in 10 places at once, to be cooking for 10 families, to be doing, to be showing. So that's when you're like, okay, awareness, awareness. If I'm overstressed, if I'm going everywhere and I'm not feeling like anybody's giving anything back to me, that's when you have to bring it down, bring it down. Oh, amen! I,
0: I like <laughs> preach, <laughs>
1: yeah, preach,
0: sister. And you're a mom of two. Yes, and and, and you've been able to do this with your you're, You have a teenage daughter. You have yes. a toddler, and you've been over the last, you know, couple years now already. Yeah. Just been t- doing the work on yourself, and and you've left your corporate job, and yes. you now transitioned and transformed, and you continue to do the healing work on yourself and providing this for other people and you got in your alignment and making and doing work that matters to you that makes you happy and you're a mom like how for anyone listening who's not to shame anyone who isn't doing this but you know more of I think looking at you as an inspiration of like oh if she did it then I can do it too like how did you do it with everything that you were juggling if you can remember back when you were working at your corporate job, you are raising your two children, like, how did you eventually make that shift? What were some like actual tangible next steps you
1: took that helped you get there?
0: Yeah, Um,
1: that's a deep question. And I would say the how I would say I've always believed and having the ability to believe in a higher power and a higher source than God and And whoever it is that you believe, whatever religion you are, culture, it doesn't matter. You believing that you deserve more, you believing that life should be good, you believing that is what drove me the whole time to juggle my kids, my life, my spirituality, my work. But then again, I found myself in this place of emptiness because I was giving so much that spirituality has actually taught me to connect to my source, to my energy, to my power. Once I discovered my connection to source or my connection to like my own inner being, like I, I started understanding that I am way more than just this physical being walking on earth. I understood that I, I come to do more than just to go work and make somebody's dream. I, I came into an awareness that I do come here for a gift and we all have a gift. And I just needed to tap into what that was. And I feel like that happened to me when I had like this huge uh, heart chakra awakening, in a moment that was very, very special for me. But that moment, actually everything switched because I I had awareness. I had awareness of my energy. I had awareness of everything that was happening. I just slowed down. And I feel like that doesn't truly happen until you've experienced whatever you need to experience to get that awareness. Because I believe that we all come here to do different purposes, different journeys, different experiences. And there's really no truth telling when you are going to receive this awareness where you're going to make a life change or like have this awakening. But just understand that life, you just got to experience each moment and leave each moment as it is. And each moment, you got to have that balance. You got to be kind of having awareness. Am I in a good place? Am I giving and receiving? Is this person, place, or thing also bringing value into my life? And I think once we start to like actually prioritizing that into our life, then life just becomes easy. Then you just become to like, then you kind of live life as ritual. Like right now my life is the ritual. I wake up, I do all my ritual things, <laughs> everything. I bless my food. I bless my medicine. I bless my water. I, I'm just like everything because I believe, I believe in that higher source and that power and the best way that I can serve my people, my clients and just anybody is by being connected to that.
0: And if someone is listening and, you know, I think when we think about having a ritual, right? It's like, okay, but then something happens in life. For example, this pandemic, right? And, or someone passes away or a breakup happens or, and you've had, without disclosing what's happened, but you've had life stuff happen Mm -hmm. that, that can knock you off your ritual game for a little bit, but you kept going. Can you speak to that a little bit about how people can kind of build that mindset of like, life is going to just keep throwing left balls and like left curveballs, but how do you keep grounded and centered in your rituals? Even on in in those times,
1: like how have you been able to do that? Yeah. um, Just, (laughs) and that's one of those questions that, that we all, I feel like it's a challenge. Like, keeping yourself in as a ritual for your everyday it's an everyday thing so like first start by actually starting with one thing so if you commit to one thing a day if you start baby steps what is that one thing that you could do like let's say basics is like brushing your teeth but that's just general hygiene stuff what is another thing that you can bring in and then slowly but shortly was just having commitment and having consistency like once you bring commitment and consistency to one thing and you literally start integrating, no matter what happens in life, no matter if we are in a pandemic, no matter if you are traveling the world, you've already cultivated that practice, that habit, that ritual, that thing. You just have to be okay with integrating something that you commit to, like you were brushing your teeth. you know. So, And then little by little, you just give yourself permission to just expand and expand a little bit. Like right now, my my ritual thing, my go- I call it my goddess hour. It's an hour. It's my meditation. It's my working out. It's my smoothie. It's my journaling. It's my me time. you know. But eventually, you will like start adding things that make you, make your day, make your goddess hour. What, what do you need? That's why I say, do like a scan on yourself first. Figure out what is it that you need. And and just come into awareness. If you're feeling depleted of energy, it's because there's something that's like sucking you dry of your energy. Bring awareness to what that is. Once you get there, then you start fine-tuning your focus. Okay, well, this is over-draining. So maybe I'll, I will calm it down or I'll start something to do this. Or maybe I'll actually go to sleep at night or seven, like I said I would. It's just like so many things that we have to do for ourselves. So to, to better, I guess, answer this question, there is no set like technique or practice. It's truly you wanting to do this for yourself because you love yourself, because you want to be committed to yourself and you want to just bring in one thing and having consistency. And I'm going to tell you, consistency and commitment is probably one of the toughest things that we humans can actually do. So just honing one thing, it will lead to like a whole expansion of things.
0: I love that because what you're speaking to right there is that building of trust with yourself and making mm-hmm. yourself believe, right, right, that you can achieve these things right. by starting small, picking one thing, one area in your life, like, and then over time it becomes a habit, like brushing your teeth. So then, no matter what happens a breakup, a death, um, a loss, a pandemic. You know, all of those things, it, it, you might get knocked off your game for a couple days or, you know, something, you know, for, but you will return back to home base. You Correct. don't go a day without brushing your teeth. You don't, you know, right. come back to that habit. So that's what you're speaking to. And then with that, you build that trust and that commitment with yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, where can people find you and where can people find your services?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I am on a on social media platforms. So Instagram, if you go there, my tag is despierta, which is in Spanish, and I'll also, I'll spell it out for you guys, but ella despierta means she awakens, so, and also that's my website, ella despierta.com, and the way you spell it is E-L-L-A, is ella, despierta, despierta, dot com. Ella despierta
0: and I'll leave it in the show notes so you can definitely find Tajana there and what's one last thing on your heart that you just want to share
1: with folks before we end I feel like what's coming in for me right now um, that I would like to share it would be something that triggered my that plays that seed in my head it was the book of the secret I don't know if um, if anybody that's out there listening and you've never heard of The Secret, I would highly advise you to go for that book because that actually kind of teaches you about the power of your mind and your focus. And that alone will take you to this phase of kind of reevaluating the way you speak and you speak to yourself and you speak to everybody else. And just that alone will transform your life. And that was the book that opened up my whole um, process of awakening about 10 years ago, so yeah you can take anything away from this it will be the secret thank you so much
0: for your time your energy your work and services it was a blessing to see you and have you on the show
1: thank you thank you it was amazing to you to have me on the show I, i'm happy